And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat. I'm John Ray alongside Alpharetta office partner of Frazier and Dieter, Roger Lesby. Roger. Hey, John. Good morning and happy November to you. Happy November. Great to uh, be with you again. And we've got another great guest that you've brought into the studio today. Well, we actually have two great guests That's and, right. and a very exciting company, so yeah. uh, uh, very similar to, uh, to to last month's presentation and mm-hmm. looking for the uh, for the platform here. Yep, absolutely. Let's, uh, let's get into it with uh, B.J. Pilling and Tim Barchi, and they are with Huddle Tickets but, but and also known as GoFan. Guys, welcome. Awesome. Appreciate you guys having us. Yeah, thanks for being here. So tell us a little bit about uh, GoFan. How are you serving the market out there? Yeah, absolutely. So GoFan is a event ticketing platform for high schools. So um, think Ticketmaster, the high school space. And so GoFan's been around for about five years now. And then certainly with um, the pandemic at play, you know, the acceleration of technology towards digital is certainly something that's helped us step that platform to kind of more of a must-have item for the high schools. Now the, the we obviously have got the issue of the pandemic, so let's talk about get into that and how what your platform has offered high schools has really helped them. Yeah, great question. So high schools have predominantly been a cash based ticketing transaction, you know, and so you just walk up to the gate on Friday night, you hand them your twenty, you know, get in, take your change, and and move on. So certainly the elements of the pandemic that come into play there is that social distancing element and certainly capacity management as well. And so most of the high schools around the Atlanta market are at 30, 40, or 50% of ticket capacity. And so what they needed to do first and foremost is to prioritize access to the event, making sure mom, dad, sister are able to get into the event and then also the right community members can purchase the tickets and you know socially distance and kind of get into the game in a timely manner. And then with a lot of high schools not wanting to accept cash because of the pandemic, this has actually probably accelerated uh, the usage of your platform. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we um, joke that probably five years worth of acceleration because, again, just just moving from that nice-to-have element to that must-have to to solve for those problems. You know, Roger, the thing that I would add um, – Originally, we targeted the solution towards athletic directors and football coaches and selling events. And really, you know, we've transitioned to be a tool for the finance people within the school. So, you know, you understand with an accounting background um, how challenging, you know, counting cash would be in multiple outlets at a school. Our platform allows you really to consolidate that. So every transaction flows through the through the platform. And then at the end of the night, you know, closing out simply is pushing a button and you have your results for how many tickets you sold and how much cash is going to go into your bank, you know, the following week as, as part of your gate um, collection. So definitely a different value prop um, that's been presented, you know, over the last six months or so. Yeah. And we're talking, we're talking that you guys represent thousands of high schools. Yeah, that's correct. So, you know, mentioned the Atlanta market there, but you know, across the country, probably 30 to 35 states will still have a fall sports championship this year. You know, so certainly we've seen 10 to 15 states push that championship back. But, you know, we have representation in, I think, over 40 states now. Let's dig a little deeper on the financial side because the dynamics of high school uh, sports are a whole lot different than maybe folks think because a lot of people think college and that's a whole different dynamic than it is high school 
And uh, high schools are really in need of the cash flow that comes from those events. And this is where you help, right? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the largest districts in the country referenced to us that their football ticket sales represent about 90% of their overall athletic budget. And so when you start talking about limited capacity and limited ticket sales, you know, using kind of that cash cow football to fund things, you know, downstream and spring sports and stuff like that, it's certainly important for them to maximize that ticket revenue. And so one of the other elements that GoFan provides is limiting the amount of staff needed on site, you know, and so if everyone, 100% of the crowd has their ticket on their phone as they're approaching, there's a lot less people manning a cash box, there's a lot less security needs, you know, there's just a smoother flow to get in. So in addition to you know, maximizing the revenue also helps them save on those expenses. And then you guys are also doing uh, doing some work with branding and socializing as well, correct? Yeah, absolutely. You know, one unique aspect of digital is knowing your fans, right? And so high schools certainly know their parents, but how do you know kind of those community members and help encourage them to get to the event as well? And so as they transition to kind of an all-digital solution, first and foremost for us is to just help them promote you know, their upcoming events. And again, if they're at 50% capacity, then making sure that they sell that out completely. And you serve more than football. I mean, we obviously we talk about football, uh, but I noticed on your site, you've got um, all variety of sports that you serve. Yeah. Um, really, we've, we've also seen acceleration in middle school and, you know, the non- kind of larger sports, right? Like volleyball and JV and ninth grade and stuff like that. So continue to see a lot of growth in those areas as well. Yeah. And the schools that, um, you know, uh, consider themselves go fan only. So they're only, um, ticketing their events through the platform. You know, they'll also use it for things like prom, mm-hmm. um, special events like dances or theater. So a lot of different, um, broad events across football. Yeah, I mean, it could be anywhere where a ticket is required, correct? 100%, yeah. right? And again, it goes back to, you know, not having to have a, a teacher with a cash box that then needs to drop off, uh, you know, payments to the district finance office or the individual school finance office. It's all just on the platform and, and taken care of behind the scenes from them. It takes another element out of the event management equation for the schools. Yeah, to that point, like if you look at a traditional high school experience, you know, at your larger games, an administrator will go have to get five to seven thousand dollars worth of one dollar bills out to serve as the cash change box, you know, and so you have all that cash to start the night, you accept it from all the fans throughout. You've got three to five different gates that then have to reconcile that money. A bookkeeper then has to count that money Friday night. She's got to count it again Monday before it gets deposited. So there's just a, a long chain of events that, you know, as we look at 2020 and digital solutions, you know, to be part of that solution is pretty special. Folks, we're chatting with BJ Pilling and Tim Barchi, and they are with GoFan and uh, the, uh, I guess the, the uh, main company is, is Huddle Tickets. Uh, that's what the company is known as. Uh, but to find the service, you go to GoFan. Um, let's talk about Huddle Tickets and just maybe the history. Let's back up and talk about how you started the company, what your vision was at that time, because it's changed over the years. And this is not, you're not a Johnny come lately that just started because of the, of COVID-19 and right. digital ticketing. So talk about your journey. Yeah. So Huddle Tickets was founded in 2001, um, predominantly as a sponsorship-based, providing free tickets to high schools across the country. And so for the past 20 years, Huddle has provided over $2 billion 
complimentary tickets on behalf of corporate America. So, you know, take a Dick Sporting Goods or a Subway. You know, what they're doing is they have a one-stop shop. So let's take the Atlanta market to speak with Huddle and receive basically access and branding to every school in Atlanta. And so it, it really creates this win-win, situ- win-win-win situation where schools provide f- are provided free tickets, and so they don't have that expense on their books. You know, again, Dick Sporting Goods works with one company to get every single school in Atlanta, which really creates a bigger footprint than even, you know, what the Falcons, Hawks, or Braves could kind of provide. And then certainly we were able to, you know, have that business based on the, the sponsorship revenue. And then your first client was Wendy's. Did I read that correct? That is correct. Yeah. So it was in North Carolina. Um, Brad Williams, who founded the company, had a, a contact at Wendy's that said, you know, hey, we're looking. It was, it was interesting. They had a sports sponsorship with the Carolina Panthers. All the Wendy's locations in Charlotte benefited from that kind of ticket distribution. But, you know, in the Outer Banks and Wilmington, those weren't getting that same exposure. So high schools are that unique element that, you know, they're a pillar of every community across the country. And what's, you know, that's what makes this kind of unique and rewarding for both huddle tickets and then also the future of digital ticketing with GoFan. So talk a little bit about the journey and maybe some of the ups and downs, some of the things you learned along the way, a smiles around the table here. Um, um, you know, share some of those, uh, Maybe tough moments that you got through that uh, you learned a lot out of. Yeah. So Tim's been on three, on board <laughs> three years. So, you know, as you guys know, any transition to, to digital has its um, bumps along the way. But, you know, we launched GoFan five years ago with kind of the hypothesis that, you know, either we were going to cannibalize that paper ticket sponsorship business or someone else was going to. And so, you know, bet on ourselves, um, launched into kind of the, the software realm and, you know, to those learnings, right? Like there's, it's a challenge. It's not easy to just roll software out and and have a um, solution that's going to work for everyone. And so, you know, really in the the past three or four years, trying to figure out what kind of that model looked like from the standpoint of, you know, there wasn't a demand element. There weren't those capacity limitations are right now. And so again, you could show up on Friday night, stand in the long line, pay your money and get into the event. And so, you know, we found ourselves as kind of this niche solution for fans that either weren't carrying cash or um, didn't want to stand in line. And so, you know, really Tim was helpful and instrumental in really pushing that value. You know, we see ourselves as a B2B2C company, um, you know, initially focused on the consumer and providing a better value prop experience for them, shifting that to the schools and handling those things like the financial stability and the you know, being able to provide a seamless entry into the event has been a huge windfall for us, for sure. Yeah, and I think I would add to that, you know, when you grow up in a, a sponsorship and brand-based business um, driving advertising sales, it's it's a much different business than, you know, what we really are right now as a fintech company. So, you know, we're going through a massive hiring program and, you know, we're looking to bring in folks that um, have fintech experience can help us further build out the platform. And it's really, it's a different business than it was even, um, you know, a little over, you know, two to three years ago when I joined. So pretty exciting to be a part of that adventure and, you know, challenges for sure. But, you know, the one thing that uh, Huddle, the legacy company has always had is this amazing culture. So, you know, Alex Gu, Beckett Gu, um, Joey Thacker, who were instrumental in kind of taking it to the second phase after Brad, they, you know, 
they they built this amazing group of people. And so stepping into people that are already bought into the company um, when we're transitioning over to to fintech is you know it's it's easier to be done because people are already bought into a lot of the messaging and the vision. And so you know if you were to come into our office uh, last Friday. Um, you know, in the middle of Masters, we have the Masters uh, on the TV and we're in the middle of a company-wide putting contest and things <laughs> like that. So, um, you know, it's it's been challenging for sure and ups and downs. And, you know, I think that's why we're all in this type of business, but um, a, a really exciting journey for sure. And then to help with all that growth, you guys brought brought in a PE company. Yeah, so we're working with BIP Capital mm-hmm. um, that came on board kind of four years ago, I believe, right around that transition to kind of digital to help. Um, and they've been great to, to work alongside us and help us along that journey. And, you know, we weren't weren't sure if high school athletics were going to happen this fall. And so to have someone like that to lean on and, and provide kind of that guidance and advice was certainly helpful. Yeah, I know when we went into April of, you know, a point where all events were being shut down. So we had a, you know, full slate of spring events that were going to happen and proms and you know, millions of dollars out there with uh, people that purchase tickets to the platform and then all the, that gets canceled and refunded. Um, they were the first ones to pr- provide clarity and visibility into the fact that this is a long-term play and, hey, it was a big opportunity for us to, um, you know, reposition even more towards the school. And we didn't know what the fall was going to bring, but, you know, that guidance and leadership um, – you know, is is paying off um, tenfold because we're now in such an accelerated place. And, um, you know, we didn't panic. We kind of really put in a lot of work in the, the spring and in the early summer to uh, make this happen. And how about some of the smaller colleges and the smaller conferences? Are those potential clients for you guys as well? You know, one, one thing that we did on this journey that's been super helpful is try to stay hyper-focused on where we thought we could be most successful. And so, you know, for that, for us, that was the high school space. You know, we have a lot of kind of unique product features that are customized to high school that that probably would apply to the small college. But with 20,000 high schools out there, you know, we just felt like the market was big enough and our strategic position was in a good spot that, you know, is really to just kind of continue to invest in those high schools and, and really middle schools here recently as well. Yep. Have there been any thoughts about international? No, Stuart, our, our CTO, I think, and uh, Tim, our CFO, will keep us U.S.-based here for a little while. <laughs> yeah, again, to, to BJ's point, focus is a big part of it. The The market certainly is huge. And, you know, one thing about the high school market is it's so dispersed, right? You're talking about 20,000 plus mm-hmm. just at the high school level. And it's very high touch because unlike a, you know, handling ticket for a professional team where they have somebody responsible for that event management solution, the high school really doesn't. They have an athletic director and assistant to the AD, but everybody kind of pitches in to, to get that done. So they need, you know, technology solutions like ours to, to help make that happen. But a lot of that becomes very high touch and, you know, there's a lot of training of the schools and using the platform. A lot of questions come in. For each event. So it's not simply something where you could throw um, a piece or a technology tool out there and they, they use it. They, they need a lot of guidance on, you know, how to get that done. So our focus pays off, um, you know, in, in that manner. There have been other people that have kind of been broader and they haven't been very successful, um, you know, in high schools because of that. And then how about some of the opportunities with all the data that you guys must, uh, must have? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's honestly something we're still trying to 
to find our way around and the best way to maximize it, right? So, you know, certainly recognize the sensitivity to, to high school sports and fans and students that are that are buying it. And so, you know, when we look at that, we're really, again, putting the focus on the school and trying to figure out, you know, how do we leverage that, create even more value and stickiness for them, you know, whether that's raising additional funds, which we talked about from the beginning, or again, just making sure those fans have the tickets prior to getting to the event to just maximize that fan experience. Yeah, one thing that the you know legacy huddle tickets the fans really enjoyed about the program was the um, how robust the offers were that were delivered within that. So you know, Dix that that BJ mentioned it was a ten dollars off fifty coupon. You know, multiple uh, within the QS uh, QSR restaurant space, multiple free sandwich type of offers. Um, you know, anything that we do uh, along the data spectrum would probably uh, always be. You know, kind of uh, driven by what kind of offers we could deliver to the fans for, um, you know, attending high school sports and being part of that. Folks, we're here chatting with BJ Pilling and Tim Barchi, and they are with uh, GoFan. Uh, and I'm curious about sponsorships. I mean, we talked a lot about digital ticketing, but how, how do uh, obviously sponsorships play a revenue? Uh, a source in ter- of revenue uh, in terms of uh, what high schools depend on. How do uh, how does your platform help with sponsorship revenue? Yeah, so our our core revenue source um, pre pandemic was our sponsorship business with mm-hmm. the the paper tickets um, across the country, and so you know that business was cratered. So while we're here talking about GoFan accelerating, you know there wasn't um, a lot of brands in the spring that were looking at committing to what they didn't know about a high school. Um, you know, coming back to session and then certainly athletics happening as well. And so, you know, right now we're in the the brainstorming ideas to what Tim just talked about there of how to take that model and apply it to a digital ticket to, again, make sure that we're maximizing the value that we can bring for the school first and foremost, but also that fan to where, you know, if you attend the, the high school game to have that 10 off 50 at Dick's Sporting Goods and, you know, a lot of them are parents and, and have students involved in athletics, they can have that additional value driver. Yeah, because typically in the high school scene, a, a sponsor got a banner that was put out on the fence somewhere and, uh, you know, they put them all next to each other and that was what the sponsorships were. Mm-hmm. And so this is a, uh, this is a totally different market here and, um, might be very, very interesting. Yeah. One of the, you know, one of the weaknesses of our huddle ticket program historically was that, you know, brand like Dick Sporting Goods would have to sign up in March for the future school year. You know, so we'd be having conversations about the 21-22 school year now. And so for a brand to commit to a nine-month offer 15 months in advance is certainly a challenge. And so with digital ticketing, right, there's that, you know, it's we're just joking right. that it's chilly coming in this morning, right? So they can deliver a North Face message or something mm-hmm. about a jacket. And so, you know, it's you know, we're intimidated at some points to think about all the opportunities to make sure we, we say yes to the right things and, you know, no to the others. And so it definitely presents an awesome opportunity for us that, that we'll be releasing here soon. Well, Roger brought up a good point here because what, what, what you're talking about there is a better ROI if you're a sponsor on that mm-hmm. sponsorship, as opposed to, as Roger says, just, you know, the banner that's on the gate and you really don't know, uh, the fence, you don't know whether that's, uh, uh, that, that, uh, 
customers coming in because of that banner on the fence or not, right? I mean, you you re- it's really more of a goodwill sponsorship in that case, right? No, absolutely. And and two, just the the metrics that can be behind it, right? So, you know, high school athletics, as you can imagine, if you're having a great year and you host your big rival, it's a it's a strong year for attendance. If you're struggling and you're in a transition and your rivalry game is away, it can cut your attendance by, you know, 50%. And so certainly with digital ticketing, now the metrics are there for how many eyeballs did I get? Um, and also how many potential redemptions or, or whatever that kind of, you know, ROI measurement would look like. Yeah. But this is, this is a much more intentional uh, mm-hmm. approach for the sponsors. And I think that would be, uh, you know, ideal for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, how you grow. Um, I would think that the high school world is, you know, fairly tight. People talk to each other. I would think word of mouth is important in terms of how you grow. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it's, you know, high schools are interconnected. You hit the nail on the head on that front, you know, and in so many of them, there's kind of this wall or this status quo in front of them. Right. And so that was one of the challenges initially with digital ticketing was, wow, for the first time in the school's history with ticketing, someone else is going to be handling our our money. And so some of the things Tim talked about a few minutes ago about just the importance of that transparency, you know, it's does the athletic director trust you? Does the CFO trust you? And does that bookkeeper trust you? You know, and so one of the anecdotes that came out of this fall, there's a bookkeeper in Opelika, Alabama that said, you know, I've been counting every single dollar of tickets that have come in through here three times for 18 years, you know, and a high school can have upwards of a hundred events over the course of the year. And so, you know, she's counting that money. And so now all of a sudden, right, as you fast forward to that case study and that word of mouth and, you know, she calls over to Auburn high school in Alabama or whatever that might look like that value prop, right. Of, Oh, wow. These, you know, these guys didn't screw it up for you. They actually enhanced it for you. And so really honing in on that value prop has certainly helped us, you know, create kind of that network effect, um, because for the fans too, right? If if I know that Milton High School, Alpharetta High School, and Cambridge High School are all using the same ticketing platform, it really is now like if I'm going to a Falcons game, right? If I want to check the secondary market, I'm going to StubHub or I'm going through Ticketmaster mm-hmm. through the Falcons primary site. And so that network effect is certainly powerful as well. So, BJ, who do you have any competition out there? And if so, who is that? Yeah, so we have two um, competitors, one based out of Ohio, Hometown Ticketing, and then Ticket Spicket out of Virginia. Um, you know, and so they've, they've certainly each carved out kind of their regional niche as well. Um, but we've, we've partnered with a group called the NFHS Network and 35-plus state associations across the country, um, and certainly also with that foundation of Huddle Tickets. You know, it's our belief that, you know, that we're in the driver's seat. And so for us, it's really just focusing on our offer and our value to the schools to just, con- you know, continue to bring the best product we can to the market. Yeah, I think the original investment thesis was, you know, 10,000 high schools that are um, benefiting from huddle tickets. You convert those over to the, you know, digital realm and it, it's a different type of business. Again, taking, going from sponsorship to, uh, to fintech. And so, um, you know, I think we're well on our way to, uh, you know, making that happen. And so right now, Georgia, Georgia football is is in the playoffs, which as I understand it is, is state run. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So the, the disruption of the pandemic has certainly thrown all these schedules off, right? So you've got states that are 
still haven't started football mm-hmm. yet that are eyeing January and some even March. And so Georgia's in the last, I believe, two weeks of the regular season. So some of the playoff seedings and matchups are starting to kind of formulate. Um, but, you know, if you go down the road here to Alabama, they're three weeks in now to the postseason and off to the races. But I guess my point was is is so if you have a – a contractor agreement in place with the school and now we're in the playoffs is is that an agreement that's needed with the state yeah so you know we've taken both a kind of quote unquote bottoms up approach with the school and also a tops down approach with the ghsa which you know kind of serves as the governing body or state association in the state of georgia and so when football playoffs start in the state of georgia you know i believe there's a hundred and six matchups or something like that the first round Every single one of those games will be posted available for sale on GoFan. And so one of the logistical challenges for us with 106 schools across the state is, again, going back to making sure those parents and those senior students and those family members are the first ones with access to buy those tickets. Yeah, because the state sets the price on those as well. Correct. As I understand it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and that'll, that'll lead up all the way to that culminating event at Georgia State this year with eight football state championships. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, logistically, if you're talking about the, you know, why would the state association partner with us? They, you know, would have to collect gate receipts from the 106 matchups individually from all those schools. Now it exists in one place. We simply transferred the money over to. It's perfect for them. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we've had uh, conversations with the state of Michigan who, you know, did every every game, every playoff on the platform. They used to spend the whole year in collections mode from the individual schools getting back those gate receipts that were, you know, state receipts for those playoff games. Now they know exactly, you know, how many people attended um, and, you know, have those funds within a couple of days after the event happened. So a different dynamic and, you know, big value prop for us for sure. And going back to that data you talked about, right? So. You know, I think there's over 250 schools now in the state of Georgia that's taking this kind of GoFan-only approach to their ticketing. And so, you know, of the 16 teams that qualify for those state championships and, you know, Georgia State offers a bigger facility and opportunity to kind of really maximize those ticket sales, you know, having a robust database to offer back to fans and say, hey, make sure you buy your tickets to the state championship event you know, this year, which is happening right around the holidays, right? So you can have a lot of alumni back in town and, you know, being able to, again, leverage that to maximize ticket sales for them is a a key component. Folks, we've been chatting here with uh, BJ Pilling and Tim Barchi, and they are with GoFan. um, And the parent is known as Huddle Tickets. Uh, Guys, this has been great. Uh, As we wrap up here, I'm just curious about what the future holds. I mean, obviously we're in a pandemic. We don't know what's going to happen uh, up, down, whatever, ever on that front. But just as you as you look ahead, you know, what is the what are you seeing for your future? How that will unfold over the next few years? Yeah, I think for our future, it is. You know, we were all thrust in this you know unique, let's call it opportunity, right, with a pandemic that has really provided schools the opportunity to move to this kind of digital only or digital first mentality. And so the hope for us is, right, that we've driven enough value for them through a, you know, fan experience, school experience, and certainly those financial components that, you know, similar to what the Falcons did when they sent the trend across the country for digital ticketing, you know, we're doing the same for for high schools and that it's here to stay and something that we can only just continue to bring more value to both the schools and the fans. 
Well, very good. Yeah. Uh, another very cool company. And, Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. But, but BJ, Tim, I didn't know if you wanted anything to wrap up or how would people get in touch with you if, uh, if they're interested? Yeah. So our consumer site is gofan.co. Um, .co again, a lot of people add that M on there, but you can find um, tickets across the country to buy there and then also back into our company history and info from there. Yeah, and then I would say, you know, reach out to us on LinkedIn. We're both pretty much open networkers looking to uh, connect with other people in the Alfred and Atlanta area, you know, for just sharing of ideas. And Atlanta's becoming a, you know, a huge tech mecca, especially in fintech. So, mm -hmm. You know, we're looking to connect even more into that community in, in other ways. So feel free to reach out to us there. Yeah, and for those uh, maybe those high schools out there that may hear this, where talk about where they should be in touch because we want to get some customers sent your way too. Yeah, same same process. Okay, so driving that consumer side will will get them right to where they need awesome. to be. Awesome, awesome, great work, guys. Uh, BJ Pilling and Tim Barchi. From GoFan.co. Let's say it one more time. Thanks so much for being with us. Awesome. Thanks for having Thank us. You. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Folks, just a uh, quick reminder that this show is brought to you by the Alfreda Office of Frazier and Dieter. And Frazier and Dieter is an award winning international CPA and advisory firm. It's nice to say international, isn't it? Always. I love it. I love it. We got to shout out your London office. Um, and they've got great uh, and deep technical expertise and even a deeper dedication to their clients. Their CPAs and advisors believe in investing in relationships to make a difference. For more information, go to FraserDeeter.com. Roger, this has been great. Another great company we've had this month. Yeah, we appreciate BJ, you and Tim coming. Thank you so much and uh, have a great Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, thank you, you guys as well. Awesome. Uh, and for Roger, uh, Roger Lesby, I'm John Ray. Join us next time on Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat.